Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Neat Nerd. I am your host, Spencer, and I am joined by my psychic co-host who predicted the Kids Next Door mashup with Lord of the Rings' West Singleton. How's it going, West? They went on a very long trip to take a goldfish to a toilet bowl so that they could flush it away. Hey, Wild man. episode. Dude, uh, you know what's funny about Codename Kids Next Door and, and, and uh, our guest, Tom who we'll introduce in a second. Maybe he, he has some input on this, but that show had some of the best voice acting for an American cartoon that I had seen in a long time. Obviously, American uh, Jake Long and uh, Jake uh, uh, American, American Dragon. Dragon, Jake Long is up there, and Avatar The Last Airbender and, and Korra are up there, but Kids Next Door's voice acting is chef's kiss. So, Yeah. I, I remember when uh, they did the whole Cartoon Network, like, you pick the show, which is going to come out. So, like, Kids Next Door obviously aggregated to the top. So, you know, chef's kiss. So, welcome, Tom. Uh, this Thank is you. one of our very rare guest episodes. And uh, I, w- I want to welcome Tom really quick. And I, I if that's okay for a second, just want to plug the crap out of what Tom does. Please, please. Thank you. Because uh, I think that uh, the longest I've ever been a Patreon of anything is actually at this point uh neat to nerd or oh wrong show <laughs> nerd on <laughs> wait, wait. this means that tom be. needs to become a patron forever no, he's, he, he, that i he, am he, a, I, my patreon because for me it's you it's your podcast spencer i'm still a patron of constructed criticism after all these years <laughs> and that was the first thing i ever was a patron of yeah uh, uh so uh so nerd on the podcast, it, we have the uh, the guest from my actual favorite podcast right now. I'm not just saying that because Tom is here. Um, it, it is legitimately my favorite podcast. Fun fact: the first uh, crossover we were supposed to do with Nerd On was years ago. Mm-hmm. I was actually supposed to have Corey come on the YouTube channel, talk about Magic the Gathering, and our schedules just never lined up. And that's just for me being. Uh, an unreasonable busy person, but Tom, I too adult. Yeah, I mean it's it's my fault. I'm I, I'm sure Corey would have been. <laughs> would you have... guys have important people in your lives. I'm lucky. I'm 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 single. I have no responsibilities. I'm I'm free for everybody. Well, well, Tom, as I introduce you, you know, you you obviously are one of the hosts of my favorite podcast, Nerd On. Um, which, by the way, is just a great name, especially the, the catchphrases it gives you guys. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I, if we didn't have – if they didn't have theirs, we would have stolen it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you could fight us for it right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was like uh, – it was a combination of many things like Rock On. And, um, you know, I, I thought of – I'm a big uh, comic book fan, so I thought of the Human Torch and, you know, Flame On. So it's like, yeah, you get your nerd on. So And uh, it was almost uh, – nerd out but then that was already taken so oh uh, i didn't yeah. know that yeah That's... we we definitely looked through so i feel like that that podcast probably could have gotten a sweet like new logo after knives out came out because they could do nerds out a, a, a chair full of nerds just like <laughs> that's great <laughs> uh, tom you also if i'm not you live in la and and I work live in LA. and work in work in film i do work at the industry i work uh for uh NDA undisclosed off the air. Uh, yeah, I work for a, a network where uh, I work with many live action television shows that uh, people would know of if I dropped the names for. That's that's super awesome. I want to give you a second to talk about 
I mean, I guess you can't talk. I actually didn't know that when I wrote the show notes for what it's worth. So we won't make you talk about your <laughs> your work in film and TV. <laughs> I could talk about some things. Sure. I'll try to fill in some stuff. Uh, you know, I studied filmmaking uh, in Sacramento, uh, where great people such as Ryan Coogler from your favorite uh, Black Panther film, Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the Creed films. Uh, but then, yeah, I moved down to Los Angeles and I... Uh, made my bread and bones by working at my pay the bills job, but also independently uh, writing and directing uh, my own short films and films and, and work with Corey, my co-host uh, who is needs to be on the show. I'm going to already plug it in right now. He needs to be on the show. Talk about some magic with you, Spencer. Um, and we'll, we'll make uh, it happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah, please. I would love to listen to it. I've become a fan of needs a nerd and uh, I love learning about things I don't know about. Um, but yeah, I uh, um, work with him to make uh, PAs, uh, part of Storyboard, which is our online um, channel where we just do create. It was pretty much a way for us to just not go insane because we were all working at the pay the bills job and um, wanted to find some creative people to like bump shoulders with and just have fun. And, you know, we've worked together to like, you know, send films off to fil film festivals. We've you know bumped, you know, sh uh, elbows and shook hands with cool people. And, um, you know, with everything going on currently right now with Nerd On and our podcast, it's a, a fun time. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – season you know, two, Is it season two that's about to drop? You guys said you guys were working on it. Season two is completely written, um, and we just want to make sure we're being responsible. Uh, some fun fact that I can drop uh, for people who uh, are interested in it, uh, the industry, let's say like a network television show or television uh, network that produces live-action television – for one television show, let's say it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, Wizards at Waverly Place, something like that, where it's a soundstage. That show in itself would cost about 45 grand a week to keep it uh, compliant with the CDC guidelines. So it's just really hard to do so. And some friends of mine who are working on like um, Warner Brothers films uh, who work as like personal assistants, you know they're saying like how crazy it is and what how detrimental it is like when it gets shut down it pretty much you know shuts down the entire production so you know keeping everyone safe but also like being economically responsible so that's that's awesome uh so your podcast is actually sponsored by the headset that i'm wearing and the mic that you're using so i want to give you a chance i believe in letting creators shout out the things that they love i want to if you want to uh you know you're welcome to shout them out yeah, I mean, um, this is Hype Mike uh, from Apogee, and then we also use Odyssey headphones. Uh, but Apogee has been really phenomenal and fun uh, for us to work with. Uh, shout out to Cody Klo, who was kind of the first person to reach out to us. And because of Josh, actually, um, they knew each other uh, the time before Nerd On. And, uh, you know, they, they let us in. They brought us into the Apogee Studios down in Santa Monica. That's where we had our first live show. But these Hype Mics have pretty much allowed us to make this podcast possible or allowed us to even do podcasting over the internet because, you know, again, keeping safe and uh, CC guidelines before we were in the studio, we use all these different ones with all XLR cables. And for that, again, I always bow my head down. I'm like, I don't know. I'll do the video stuff, but all the audio geniuses, all the editing, please uh, refer to Josh. And then these Odyssey uh, headphones, I have played around with like Sennheiser because, you know, uh, independent filmmaking, you for sure, play with uh you wear different hats and so you you know you try to go for you know what, what quote unquote the industry standard is you know, and there's road and all that stuff but these odyssey headphones that are the open back uh lc lcd ones are like 
really comfortable, really great. And they really were because uh, a necessity because we wanted to make sure that they were comfortable for us to wear for long periods of time. And I really like use the this whole setup for whenever I'm playing D&D, when I'm playing Twitch, when I'm talking with friends online, making a podcast, when uh, I'm calling friends, uh, you know, because it's important to connect with people that you love, with family, and use it over FaceTime and Zoom calls. So, yeah, absolute uh, wonderful package tree, uh, duo between Apogee Hype Mike and the Odyssey LCD ones. So I'm, I'm just going to shout out your sponsor right now, just Please. because you're on the show. Uh, and it was so funny, too, because I actually went in your Discord, and I was so mad because uh, your guys, are, I mean, I'm just gonna throw you guys under the bus for a second. Please. But your website was broken, and there was not a link. To... <laughs> Josh yeah. actually texted me, but but for what it's worth, this is the best headset I've ever owned. Uh, I've got the Odyssey Penrose, and dude, it is unreal. It's got a Sure mic attached to it, so the mic attached to my face would not be. I got a. I've got a a. Um, a audio interface in front of me and I'm sure that I have like 15 sure mics around my house like nice. just ready for me to use right but the audio quality on this mic and headset is so good that I don't even like worry about it for for podcasting Spencer what? how long ago did you plan that you were going to wear your jersey that matches these heads- yeah this you, got, you got you got a real nice drip going on right now man it looks dope Dude, thank you, thank you. I've not figured out my matching for shoulders up yet. I- I'm still working on shoes. Dude. Hey man, hey the man, money makers it... right here. You got it. You got. I, you got, you got, I it. got. I got the Speed 16 Oregon Ducks jersey on. You Woo. know, we gotta, we gotta represent. But uh, I actually would not have known about this headset without your guys' podcast. I-, I like to let people shout out their sponsor, shout out their stuff. But I want to give you like two minutes, really quickly. Why, if somebody likes the show, I've obviously said it's my favorite podcast. Is your show? Why, why should somebody go and check out Nerd On if they like Need to Nerd? Um, well, I think one thing that we really worked hard to try to maintain was to talk about these pop cultural things. You know, obviously there's m- some more things in the mainstream, but it wasn't just to kind of create like an echo chamber, I think. It was more to uh, almost demonstrate that for people, different, even with guests and uh, and different uh, hosts at some times, um, can have a conversation around uh, TV shows, films, comic books, video games, and all have different perspectives from different walks of life and uh, come together and celebrate the things that they love and or even explore the things that they don't know. Um, so when we talk about a topic, uh, much like one today, um, there's going to be someone that grew up with it. There's going to be someone that kind of like researched it and came into it at the first time. And uh, we want to like lower that window of entry so that, you know, whenever, whenever someone jumps into like one piece, they don't feel like, oh my God, it's daunting because there's over a thousand episodes. But it's like, yeah. no, it's fun. We're celebrating. You're here with us now. I wish I could recommend one piece at like a higher rate than I do. Dude. Because it's so good. But like, I don't want to like put people through it. It's so funny too. I, I'm, well, uh, I'm, uh, just really quick on the One Piece subject. When the Please. pandemic started, I was like, oh, this might be, like, I have, like, two months to, like, watch something. Maybe I'll watch One Piece. And I, like, have watched a bunch of other stuff and didn't watch One Piece because I was like, you know what? No, I'm not, like, spending my time that way. I definitely could have watched One Piece over the stuff that I think. But really quickly, because one of the, the segments we usually have on the show we don't have is uh hype it we for originally was sell it like sell this thing to the audience i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do this for west right now i'm gonna i'm gonna hype it 
uh, Nerd On to West. They have an episode with the the man Jeff Nimoy West, who, if you don't remember, is the voice of. Do you know? If I don't remember, it's Tentamon. And he, oh, assuming look, child of Leonard Nimoy. I I don't think uh, he is. He no. is a second cousin twice removed. Yeah. Ah. And he has that but, on his blog. <laughs> but the the voice the voice of Tentamon, who I believe is one of your favorite Digimon West, is they they have an episode with him. He talks about his uh, film about uh, I think it's is it called Famish? What is it? Famish. Yeah, it is uh, one of my favorite episodes of any podcast I've ever listened to. So if you like supporting creators, uh, West, like like your favorite Digimon, uh, you should check it out. Sick. Do you love me some <laughs> Digimon? Let let's go into our let's let's talk about what we're talking about this week though because we're we're not just here to to just hype up you know nerd on which is a great podcast yeah, I appreciate it though I appreciate but it. thank you thank I you am glad by the way Tom that I got you before your podcast even did this topic yes I am you know what I'm gonna say like this I, <laughs> I I would love to have done this topic for sure but also we want to make sure all of our hosts are kind of comfortable talking about it too and. You know, when I got that message and I said, yes, I get to I get to get my, you know, need to nerd on. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yes, I get I get to go. So we are going to talk about our need to nerd Dragon Ball. And the reason that I invited a guest on for this one, because usually this is just me and West talking about our need to nerd and our want to include others in the things that we care about in nerd culture. Uh, you know, I, I think that inviting people that I know are passionate about a subject is something that I'll try to do as we do these type of episodes. And I, I hope Wes, you feel this, the same way, like inviting people on that can share their nerd dumb is, is like the whole point, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, if there are people who can like do the justice to Dragon Ball that I can do to Pokemon or to Digimon or like one piece, like let's have them because I don't feel like I can bring dragon ball to that extent. So I'm stoked yeah. to have someone additionally here. And I don't know that I've ever heard somebody say how much they wanted to talk about dragon ball on a podcast as much as Tom has said he wants to talk about it. I mean, I, I would, I would be remiss if I didn't say that Corey, my co-host definitely always lobs the ball and be like dragon ball one day. I'm like, Hey, 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 I I'm, I'm here for it, but I want to make sure we're all good to do it. <laughs> Tom, do you have this experience? Um, you were saying earlier that you had a co-host who's like not as heavy into anime. Do you have the experience that like you always want to like reference like these like core like you should have watched this are one you when you about, were a child? Are animes? you about to make fun of me not watching Naruto? Because if you are, I'm almost done with season one. <laughs> <laughs> almost done with season one, he says. Hey, uh, I'm doing a live reaction on TikTok. You should check out our TikTok. It's so hard, hard to make content for every episode of a show you watch. Yeah, I don't know why I decided to do this, but I did. But here we are. You're I learned my lesson work. after trying to do it for. Uh, to be fair, the to play. be fair, Josh, Josh has dove in right to my hero, yeah. and he's, uh, he's he's diving in, and he's going in. You know, you know, just full to the deep end. So I'm like, hey man, I mean, and the kind of point is like, we're going to My Hero Academia. He's he's been loving that, but I was like, this is like flaming young of like shonen, where like it stands on the shoulders of like we had Dude, to get the Dragon I'll, Ball, I'll we had buy... to get the Yu Yu Hakusho. Here's the deal. I'll just say this on the show. If if you guys want, I I have not watched Kai. We'll get into this in the episode. I will buy Kai and share it with Josh to help you guys out, just so that he you guys can get through it faster. <laughs> 
I, I would you say s- sell it off him. Flow yeah, that off. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll be sharing him. some some hot techniques for how to get through Dragon Ball faster later this episode. So Ooh, okay, cool. I, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Uh, it's the same one every person who's into anime gives when you want to get through an anime fast. Well, uh, before we Read get into the manga, uh, before we get into the topic, don't forget to check out our Discord. Um, really quickly, uh, it's just some housekeeping. I might be shutting down our Patreon for a, a month because I don't want somebody to join it while. We're going to take a break. Uh, I am moving. My wife just got put on... Uh, oh, I might cry. My wife just get put, got put on bed rest. And so I have asked West if it's okay if we just kind of shut down the podcast after this week until I'm done moving and I can get back into things. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you can't join the Discord, talk to other people about this. Um, also, you guys should join the Nerd On Discord. I am an active member in there. Uh, it is super fun. There is always something going on in there but uh shout out to our winner of our fantasy basketball i mean it's really our bracket tournament um once again please dm me to get your hundred dollars cash prize for that and shout out to the baylor bears for winning that let's let's go into our nerd fact of the day uh as wes says every week you know you only get one of these each week even though there's seven days in the week and uh i don't know if you did you guys know this before you saw it in the show notes I just no. read it now. I, I mean, I, I I figured after I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So for our Nerd Fact of the Day, I, I often try to relate it to the show topic. But Gohan has actually killed more people than Goku. Goku has actually only killed two people. Whereas Gohan, including the movies, has killed 15. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the movies. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about this nerd fact. Go, Goku is not about killing people. He wants to convert them to his side. And then, you know, whether it's Tien Shinhan, Yamcha, you know, whoever, Piccolo, Piccolo Vegeta. And, and every cool person, Frieza, every cool like member just... of the team was at one point absolutely the the end-all, be-all enemy at one point in time or another. I think I mean, even Bulma had her antagonistic arc. I think that's a good message to the kids. I'm yeah. just saying. Oh, it's but a yeah, one. Gohan, Gohan don't care. Gohan, Gohan's a stone cold killer. Apparently, sometimes you got to go to high school and kill a dude dead in the street while you're there. <laughs> oh man! So our main our main topic is Arnie Turner Dragon Ball. So Arnie Turner series is just that. It's us talking about our love for a topic and how it contributed to our nerddom. It's it's not this review of this thing. It's not. You know, we have our review shows, we have our, you know, kind of our fun shows, right, that are off that beaten path. But this show is about us talking about why we love something and how it contributed to who we are as people, who we are as nerds and things like that. And I want to start with our first DB memory. Um, And this is all of Dragon Ball, by the way. This is manga, video games, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Super... Uh, I don't know. I will be talking to Dragon Ball AF a little bit in this. <gasps> so, you know, be prepared for that. But, but Tom, I want to let you go first. I wanted you to give us your first Dragon Ball memory. Thank you. Um, well, I remember Toonami was a thing and Cartoon Network was a thing. And uh, I grew up in San Jose. So um, the the kids who grew up around me were ma- mostly Asian uh, descent. And so anime was always in our um, 
you know, our conversations. It was, you know, the Pokemon and Digimon. But with Dragon Ball Z in particular, um, I remember just hearing people talk about, oh, Piccolo, Goku, Vegeta. I was like, who, what are these things? Like, is that a new Pokemon? What's going on? And, it's a new um, Yoshi, actually. <laughs> it's the new color Yoshi. Um, and I remember in fourth grade and um, hearing someone's like, oh, you see that crazy fight? I'm like, someone fought? And they're like, no, on, on Dragon Ball Z. He's like, what is that? And like, gotta go watch from Toonami. I was like, when? They're like, at this time. I was like, okay. And so the first ever episode I watched was um, during the Cell Saga. And uh, uh, for the listeners who don't know, it, it was it was it was such a um, a weird introduction because it kind of set really wrong precedents for me because it, it, you know there it was the Z Fighters against the the villain of the arc, which was Cell in his second form at the time. And this was more of like an everyone run. This is the scared. sickest first episode ever, by the way. And and so like I thought I was like okay. <laughs> And so this is when TN's using tri-beam blast and like making square holes into the ground, stopping Cell from getting to Android 18. And I thought he was the most powerful being. I was like, he's he's the guy. That's the Goku, right? <laughs> it was so wrong. And I was just like, but this guy's going to come in like at the end of the Cell games. And I'm like, no. And I was like, why is he cool anymore? So it wasn't until like later on watching Dragon Ball that I actually got the full breath of like, this is TN. I was like, okay, this is why. And this was, I was like, oh, so he can't, he stepped up to the occasion, which I absolutely loved. Yeah. Which is his job basically every time. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, mean, I will do the one thing to distract him and die. My hot, my hot take is that, uh, never mind. I'll, I'll talk about this later. Never mind. <laughs> oh. Uh, pocketing our hot takes here. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, there's, yeah, we'll get into it. Putting it in the microwave and making a hot pocket. Yeah, there we mm. go. Hot pocket it takes. Uh, I'll, I'll go next. My my first memory. So I so I actually don't know if this is the first episode I watched. Kind of like you, Tom. I had a bunch of friends who you know we we talked about all kinds of things in elementary school. And, but the first episode I re I think I remember watching. Uh, was a Sunday that I was sick. And I think that it was on ABC Family because I think it was before it became Fox. Maybe it was Fox Family, then it became ABC Family. Now it's Freeform. Anyway, uh, it was the episode where Trunks uh, goes Super Saiyan um, Grade Three. So it's like mm -hmm. the, the the. I think that my. I don't even think it was called that when I was a kid. I think we all called it Buff Saiyan back in the day. And I think I mean I remember Vegeta calling it super. Just call it super. Yeah, I and think. That weird. Well, that was that was level two, right? That was what Vegeta did. So yeah, it got it got really weird. Yeah, yeah. So like Trunks, like you know, Vegeta gets hurt, and and Trunks. Oh, by the way, spoilers. This is gonna be full of spoilers. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but is this kid Trunks or adult Trunks? Future. This is adult. This is this is future Trunks in the past. Okay. And he he talks to Kirillin. Uh, it, I think this is actually why I got so into the show so quickly too, is his conversation with Krillin where he talks about training with his dad and how his dad just like ignores him. Like straight up is like, I don't care what you're doing. I'm here to be the strongest thing in the world. You go do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. And then Trunks realized he surpassed his dad, but he wants the approval of this man. He's never met so much as his father that he doesn't tell him that he's stronger than him. 
Uh, and after his dad passes out in this fight with Imperfect Cell, or well, now it's Perfect Cell because you know mm-hmm. Vegeta's an idiot. Uh, Vegeta's Vegeta. <laughs> Uh, you know, he, he goes, he goes grade three and, and that's the, that's the first experience that I had, but I think that I had already talked to my friends about Dragon Ball Z, uh, before that. Um, but it also was what got me into Toonami. Like that this, mm-hmm. this was it. Like this, this full blown hit me. I started watching Toonami. No. Yeah. I mean, he had like, to me, I think future trunks had like the coolest transformations. His hair was purple. He had the jacket, the sword, and then all of a sudden he comes out and then his hair is long. So he's even more. Dude, cool. this and is, we're, yeah. This is why you got to watch the Dragon Ball Z movies too. So you know about that sword. Yeah. Yes. Um, but you know, yeah. When he turns to grade three, he's just like giant. And then his hair looks like bananas. <laughs> like, but it was amazing. Yeah. It was super cool. Wes, what about you? So, like everyone right like my first dbz memory is like so long in the past so like it was a one-of episode that like i can't for sure say this is the first dbz episode i ever watched but one i can very clearly remember from like way before i had any understanding of what's going on with dragon ball it was actually gt so um it's very possible that like by it being gt i could like do a little bit of research and disprove that it ever was i don't know exactly when gt came out but I remember this episode being about so Goku's a kid in GT. He gets like yeah. um he gets wished back by the Dragon Balls to being a kid again because he was less of a problem then. Not true, by the way. Read some Dragon Ball. That guy <laughs> was there, he should know. <laughs> um and so like they like need him to become, you know, as powerful as he ever was or something. And so like they're like trying to pull out his tail so that he can go like Super Saiyan the first time mm. or whatever, or like something until like trunks is like walking him through like a hundred different techniques or whatever to like pulling out his tail and by the end of the episode uh goku's done an oopsie and become the big monkey mm-hmm. does, uh, he, does he go golden golden azure or whatever it's called in gt Uzaru? he does not he only goes with the the brown form but um and it's, in, it, he I, I does that in gt i don't even remember that he at First he does because I think fighting... it's like relatively early at GT. No, I think it's, it's later because you have to do it to go four. Yeah, he they're okay. they're fighting um baby, baby at yeah. the time and baby has control over Vegeta's body. Okay. okay. And and Vegeta That's my favorite character, by the way. We'll get into that later. Uh and I think so far it's like only Vegeta or I guess like Saiyan royalty has proven to be like they are in control of their Uzaru form. And yeah. it's supposed to be like if you're higher class then you control it. If you're lower class, which Goku is. So it's wild when it starts breaking down to that stuff. That's so dope. So uh, th- this episode is going to be a little bit different because there's so much Dragon Ball after after all these years. But I wanted to at least give us a moment to highlight the anime. Um, Where it all started. Yeah, well, and, and I'm going to go first on this one. Please. Because I actually think my take is, like, pretty controversial. Oh... <laughs> I prefer Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z by, like, a lot. I think that, that Dragon Ball, the anime, is my golden standard for anime. I think that if you are not as good as the Dragon Ball anime, you are not a good anime. Like, that's mm. how good you have to be. And I, I think that there's a couple of reasons for this. Um, Dragon Ball has its problems. Master Roshi, um, you know, the, the sexualization of Bulma... Things like that. It I mean, wins a fight at one point. It's so frustrating. <laughs> uh, the but but the thing is, is like as a kid, right? Like 
I'm supposed to find Bulma attractive. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. whatever old I am and stuff like that. But but the thing is the thing about the thing about Dragon Ball is it does such a good job of storytelling. Mm-hmm. It it is it is maybe like the low like the standard you should set for how to tell a story. Um, you know, and one of the things that people complain about Dragon Ball Z's power creep or Dragon Ball GT's power creep all the time, Dragon Ball does not have that problem. It is Yamcha a, is like a relevant villain for yeah, a lot of Dragon Ball. It, like it, it's great. It plays a lot like what I mean, it's what I think Hunter Hunter took a good lesson from it of like each power or each strength or each level of power, it comes with its own cost and it's never easy for the, the character. Yeah, and and the the thing is that I love how much Goku develops as a character. Um especially because of the trope that, that Goku has become. Like, uh, uh, we'll get into this later, like, how I just really hate the bad father tropes of Goku. I'm like... Yeah, like, Goku gets, like, idealized, like, he's, like, crystallized in form at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z and, like, doesn't learn a, a single thing. Well, well, also, like, if you had zero human interaction until you were, you know, how was he, 12 or 14 or something? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, who would you be as a person? But, but, but one of the good things that Dragon Ball does is it, it gives you these moments of, like... What happens if you put this kid who's been taken out of society that is not from Earth? I mean, I, we don't know that at this point, but I, I think that I think Dragon Ball does a really good job as an anime to pull me in, uh, and and you get to really know Goku, like you know his his love for his friends, his want to do good. Uh, Dragon Ball is. I I would be shocked if it ever falls out of my top five favorite animes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it definitely takes a lot from um, Journey to the West. Oh, absolutely. I was going to get into that, too. Yeah, go ahead and talk about it. Um, But, like, to your point, I think it's almost like a a masterclass of um, for for children when they first watch the show of, like, here is a, you know, quote unquote, dumb kid. And then here's the journey to, or the invitation to adventure. And then here are the friends you meet along the way. And here are the bad guys you're going to run into. And then here's the mystery and magic of the world. Um, but also, you know, in order to do the right thing, sometimes you have to become stronger as a person or a character. But sometimes you can't do it alone. So you have your friends. Where like Dragon Ball Z, Akira Toriyama was just like, I see you fighting anime. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to just make mine so powerful. And uh, I, for me, Dragon Ball Z was definitely, Dragon Ball Z to me is is the, is the my favorite out of all of them. Yeah. Um, I think with Dragon Ball Super, it tries to take the best of both worlds. Um, and it I kind love- of plays more Dragon Ball than Dragon Ball Z, which... There is more goofiness in Super than there ever was. So funny. I actually Ball prefer Dragon Ball Super to Dragon Ball Z too. <laughs> And I think it's for the reason you just said, because Dragon Ball Z is not a, there's not that much story. It's like, who's going to, who's the strongest one now? And then we're going to beat them up. Um, we're like Super and Dragon Ball, like you said, they're good story. They get to build the universe. They build the world out. Well, I think that, I think that we kind of talked about this like a, a couple of minutes ago, but you know, you start with Oolong, right? Oolong joins the adventure. Then you go to Yamcha. Yamcha joins the adventure, right? And, you know, there's never a moment where Goku is not trying to learn. He's not trying to get better. And also Goku inherently sees the good in people 
even when everyone t- like even when Bulma's like no Oolong's a pig like literally you should not trust him and and Goku that reminds me of what his stick is yeah, yeah. Uh, and, mm. and 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 the thing is is that Goku sees through Master Roshi's problem he sees through Oolong's problems I think that Yamcha doesn't become who Yamcha becomes without Goku and and I really like that about it I mean one of one of the best I mean, first of all, also tournament arcs. Let's go world martial yeah. arts tournaments. Still well, well there obviously Dragon Ball Z does such a bad job with its two tournament arcs. They're so bad. Whereas Dragon Ball so Balls, lopsided out of the game. They're so they're so bad. Whereas Dragon Balls are just. But but the thing is about the tournament arcs in Dragon Ball Two are that they are so good for character development. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Krillin, whether it's Yamcha, whether it's Tien, whether it's Chaozu, whether like they or are a random opponent. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, werewolf man dude. Like the whole thing is just. So for me, the, the it's so funny because I was obsessed. With, I actually remember this book that I got from the library. It was from the I think it was I think it was from the Salt Lake Library, and it had every single character. In all of Dragon Ball to that point, after GT was finished, and it told you all the episodes they were in, what their power level was, what their, like Whoa. what what their like their backstory, including the movie characters, and uh, you know I-, I fell in love with so many different characters from just I would just obsess about this book for so long, and I think that for me Dragon Ball just spoke to me as like a a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it is the hero's journey. It is, it is so good Very in, well, yeah. in in that respect. And you know, uh, I remember finding out about. Uh, uh, I actually don't know if if Journey to the West is actual Chinese mythology, so I feel bad saying it. It is, but uh, it's it's most common in there. Uh, I would I would feel pretty confident and say like yeah, it, it originates from China, but it's definitely recognized everywhere, and a lot of people take from it. Yeah, but I remember the first time reading about that specifically, mm-hmm. and then watching Dragon Ball through that lens, and I, I don't know. For me, like if I were to talk about the anime, uh, that's the thing that I would want to talk about is just how good uh, Dragon Ball was for me. Wes, sure. Um, so it's interesting because I think that for me, like I started interacting with Dragon Ball in this like super piecemeal. Um, context for tom didn't have uh, cable wa- growing up so like for me i only got to watch good television when i was at a friend's house and that's what we were doing but in middle school good, good I... television quote yeah. unquote <laughs> yeah, yeah. um i mean i'll have to say uh four kids was uh was peak television i could access it at home as a kid so like i love it <laughs> yeah um bad bad uh bad one piece uh translations oh, were, yeah. were my jam um <laughs> But for for Dragon Ball, I like, you know, I got to watch like really like scattered bits of DBZ, but like not even like week to week because it was the end of Toonami at the time. It was like 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. when it adult showed. Um, it was almost to Adult Swim. Yeah, or I guess it was the very beginning of it or something. So like when it actually came on, like it was not a it was not a good bet that I was still conscious at that point in time. Like I was like. You know, like I may have just passed out, right? Like after after One Piece and Naruto were out of the way every week, I was like, I, I don't care that much if I make it. Like, <laughs> wow, 
Although there was eventually a point where we did the writing on people's faces once you fell asleep thing. So like then it got dangerous. So mm. that kept me up later. Um, but uh, then later, once I was a freshman in high school, I really quickly found this group of friends who like were all way more versed in anime than me. And this is absolutely one of the ones they put me up to. But they were like, you know, I, I picked up One Piece and all of Naruto at roughly the same time as this. So like... They're like, for this one, just read. <laughs> oh man. Um we'll get, in, we'll get into sense at times because <laughs> in Dragon Ball, right? Like, especially Dragon Ball Z, right? I think that like one of the like really low-hanging fruit criticisms of Dragon Ball Z is screen time wasted in yelling. Um, which I is what it is, right? Like everyone's made its joke. I'm not going to make a joke about it. I'm just going to say it's way better for it to be one page in a manga than it is for it to be screen time in an anime. Hey, the fun fact of the day was almost how long the Frieza Goku fight is for what it's worth. Ten episodes? It's the longest anime fight, I think, still. I think it's still the longest anime fight. Um, I mean, to that point, like, I... And so I was a dumb kid. I feel like I didn't have... I didn't know what was out there, right? Again, my... I think my introduction into anime was very Western. It was very Western indicative. Yeah, of, me too. You know, what, yeah, whenever the dubs came out, it was a matter of um, access. And so it was the four kids TV. It was the Fox kids. And, um, you know, I don't uh, blame myself or hate myself for, like, loving the dubs or X, Y, and Z. But, like, Dragon Ball Z was it, it, it ignited something because it was, like, people were watching it. My friends were watching it. If I didn't understand what was happening, like, and then all of a sudden, like, my, my world was revolved around it where I would see images and I would see, I would see Super Saiyan 4 stuff before I even saw what Perfect Cell was. Can we actually talk about this for a second? Because this this was actually my experience, too. And I'm Spoilers curious. for DBZ were, like, the first time it ever mattered. Well, so here's, here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. So Toonami would have runs of stuff, right? And they would do it by arcs. Mm-hmm. So what happened is when I got really into Dragon Ball Z, I actually watched the Boo arc. Whoa. And Lakey. then and then, bef- then before, when Vegeta kills Fat Boo, mm-hmm. then they cut it. And oh. they went all the way back to the very yeah. beginning of Z. Yeah. So I knew that you were going to have the yeah, same experience. So that. then they finish all the way, all the way through the Frieza arc. And then they cut it and then finished the Boo arc. Mm-hmm. So I actually never saw the Cell arc on Toonami. <laughs> oh, man. That's rough. Ever. Never, ever, I, ever. I, I, I remember watching it, but I do remember when they were doing that. And it was really weird. And I was like, yo, this is how they're making us remember and um, I remember there was a moment, and I don't know how it would happen, but I remember there was a moment where you would have Dragon Ball Z, and then later on after that at 5.30 or something like that, they would have Dragon Ball. Yes. So the, the, what I was going to say is Dragon Ball didn't do that. Dragon Ball straight up just did the whole anime. <laughs> <laughs> so this might have to contribute to how much I love Dragon Ball, by the way, is that I just got to watch it as it's yeah. like, disjointed. <laughs> the other thing is I didn't watch Toonami on the weekends. Mm. So well, like, I mean, go ahead. So like, when I watched Dragon Ball Z, like I watched it every night at the same time. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and then whatever the other thing was, whether it was Yu Yu Hakusho. I was whatever. watching Seinfeld. I was so unlucky <laughs> at that hour. 
Yeah. Or you were really intelligent yeah. as a kid. For me, I wouldn't have understood. It all went that. over my head oh, okay. after, <laughs> after the Simpsons. So like, oh, okay. you know, I'm not but, gonna turn but, it off. But yeah, like the, for my anime experience, like that there was that like I, I watched Dragon Ball Z out of order. Yeah. And and you started at the most wacky arc ever with Majin Buu. <laughs> hey man, I I all I knew is that you know, I don't know, I don't that know. Hercules guy was whack. <laughs> yeah, Hercule was weird. I mean, the Majin Buu whole storyline of like Goku is or Go Goku's gone, Gohan's a uh, superhero, and Krillin's a policeman, and and it's like what happened? It's like completely, it's just not this non sequitur. And I think Akira Toriyama went on the record of being like. I didn't know what to do. I, I just wanted Gohan she, to be the hero. It was well. The other thing is like, you know, it was supposed to end with it was supposed to end with Frieza. You guys wanted me to keep going. <laughs> then I did sell. You guys wanted me to keep going. Like, what am I supposed to do now? Um, but uh, I did blue guy. I did green guy. I guess I had to do pink guy. <laughs> I already did green red. guy. Come on. <laughs> and then also I'm gonna bring purple guy. That's gonna be a movie. Um, G- but give, uh, give me just yep, a minute. Actually, so so Tom. You, uh, you, it's your turn. You got to talk to us about like your anime experience. So, so, uh, you know, as, as Wes, uh, very eloquently pointed out the very low hanging fruit of, uh, Dragon Ball Z criticism or Dragon Ball criticism is, uh, yelling to infinity, long episodes, fillers, X, Y, and Z. For me as a kid, I felt like this is just normal. And I almost, I, I, I almost credit like my patience towards things because of it. And so when shows don't move so quickly, sometimes I feel like shows move so quickly or te- or films or, or even live action stuff moves so quickly. I'm like, let me kind of absorb what's happening and, and, and create presence. And that was the one thing that I think Dragon Ball Z, for all its faults, gave me such a good grasp on. I was like, they knew how to make things feel very epic. Sometimes it, it falls flat on its face, like how Hercule comes and kind of saves the day. You know, it's like, oh, whatever. But that's kind of cool. Um, but I... Dragon Ball, like, again, I feel like with all the good work and good grace Dragon Ball did, Dragon Ball Z ran with it and then struck, like, a mainstream audience where we were talking about the different lineups on Toonami where I remember, like, crying to my dad being like, let's not go grocery shopping today. Today, Goku (laughs) might turn Super Saiyan 3. Um, And this was during the Cell arc, so no way it was going to happen. That's actually... I want to say like that one of the wild things about the Dragon about Dragon Ball Z in the anime is that like fights were settings, Mm -hmm. right? Like most anime, like they're like, okay, for this season we're gonna be in this place, and like there's a setting and it's this place. For Dragon Ball Z, it's like the setting is whatever. We'll fight on any planet. We'll fight when we're dead. We don't care where we're fighting, but it's the fight that's the setting. Yeah. To, To also add to what Tom said though. I uh I was I'm re- I'm actually in my wife had not seen a lot of Dragon Ball Z um and I didn't know that until later in our marriage and so we're actually in the Cell Saga right now Ooh. she's she's seen all of Boo so you know she knows how it all ends but uh I'm I am 99.9% sure that they actually didn't do fake Namek or the alien spaceship episodes on Toonami um uh, is is the fake namic with cooler no fake namic is <laughs> these are filler episodes so when they go to when they think they're on namic and they're actually those those like mind control people 
you know, I may not have watched those. I'm like 99.9% sure they're not on Toonami. I read the manga. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Yeah. Wait, you have no idea? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess I would know. Like, oh, I mean, maybe they're not in the manga. I don't know if they're in the but I, the literal I, definition of filler. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't read the manga, but these were not on Toonami, basically. Whoa. But basically, like, they get attacked by, like, a pirate spaceship on their way to Namek. And then they land on fake Namek. And they have to, like, there's these two guys that pretend to be Namekians that are not Namekians that try and steal their spaceship. It's, like, a long freaking arc, by the way. But what? they were not on Toonami. But if you watch it on Funimation, you get the whole thing. Wow, today I learned. I did not know as much as I thought I knew. And I think it's because, yeah, I have a Toonami background, but like I've even bought the DVDs and the old orange boxes. Yeah, and yeah. I, I love the feature that they have of like you could do marathon mode, so it never does like the, the credits, but they always do the next time on Dragon Ball. And that was like a, such an epic feeling of like last time on Dragon Ball. Like, yes, it's ready to go. Yeah. It's actually incredible how much Dragon Ball has in it that like every anime like since then has like borrowed at least a little bit of like yeah pokemon does like like was like we'll do what they're doing right yeah. like um we get like the 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 last time the next time mm-hmm. uh the 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 moment our our character dives into action the first thing they do is run headfirst into the vehicle of of the female character that's going to follow them around for all time the 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 ter- the not terrible to me it's quite cute but quote unquote terrible uh, titles of the episodes Frieza dies like I wonder what happens <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that actually bugged me as a kid for what it's worth but. <laughs> But you you actually mentioned on our show notes here, and I, I don't want to I don't want to skimp you, Tom, that you have your love for GT. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, to that point, like, uh, you know, obviously when I first came in to, and started watching Dragon Ball Z, like, I thought this was everything, and then I saw Dragon Ball, and I was like, this is wimpy, Goku. I, I don't. I'm not gonna like this. This is gonna be lame. But as we were talking about, like, the weird, funky, um time slots like i was i would cry that i may not want see goku turn to a super saiyan 3 or whatever but then with dragon ball going on i was like this is just a nice like kind of like dessert and i'm gonna watch the show but then it ended up becoming where like all right gohan's playing softball whatever and then goku's about to go into the tournament and goku's about to fight this guy who needs water for his village i'm like Dude, this, is, this is harrowing so like, good emotionally harrowing it's like it was like okay he's gonna work with master roshi okay master roshi could run this thing in like five seconds while everyone's gonna be in nine and 12 seconds i'm like yeah. oh my god like, it was really cool in that way but like yeah with gt um uh i was actually telling west uh before the recording um that like i really enjoyed gt because it felt like a animation and art style wise was a a a, a normal progression but you know it got a lot of i think flack because it wasn't you know you know from akira toriyama's you know brainchild um but it was asked from from someone who wanted to continue the storyline and uh i liked the super saiyan 4 transformation i liked that we kind of recentered around saiyans but we and we talked about it a little earlier with super um it has kind of like tr- the 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 fighting intensity of dragon ball z but then when we're not fighting the the fun and enjoyment of the ensemble when dragon ball z kind of came around it kind of became like 
whoever is the villain from the last one is almost not important and every character that's not the new character is least like less important like i remember when dragon ball z came out and like supreme kai was there i was like this guy's gonna be cool and then how unimportant he became like 20 episodes later and then what happened with tn how piccolo became you know like i'm your i'm the good dad but also like I'm not that important anymore. I'm the good dad throw you through a wall. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, people love the dog on go to Goku. Like it's well, it, it's it's not that like to totally dog about. I, I feel bad because it's like I, I would like you know Gohan ends up wearing his outfit and you know wearing Piccolo's outfit, but then later on when in in was it BoJack Unbound, uh, he wears Goku's outfit, which is like oh this is really this feels good. Um, but then later on, even in the Boo Saga, he wears the Piccolo. You know, uh, no, he wears Goku in the Boo. He 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 first wears the the piccolo and then yeah when he turns mystic yeah, yeah, yeah. he he's like I'm gonna be like my dad and I was like okay I'm here for this, um, but yeah it's uh yeah I feel like super kind of like threw in more reasonable um new power level things where like after Dragon Ball after Super Saiyan three it was kind of like I don't I I can't tell who's stronger anymore so fun fact I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, I did not know this until researching this episode, but Super Saiyan 3 was because Akorturami actually forgot Super Saiyan 2 existed after the break. <gasps> so I just like wrote another Super Saiyan Yeah, 2, they just like... forgot that Super Saiyan 2 existed when when they wrote it. Wow. Uh, so, mu- unmuddy this for me. Was Fusion before or after Super Saiyan 3? Uh... Uh, technically, technically after. It was like the it might be the next episode for what it's worth. It, it, it gets muddy because, um, I mean, do do you guys can't like, obviously you're not supposed Dude, to count you, OVAs, right? Well, so, Oh, so that's a good point. The movies also mess this up a little bit. Yeah. Cause, cause Goku's still in, you know, afterlife and they fight Janemba and then they do the, you know, regular but that's fusion. A, no, game. that's after Vegeta's dead though. Is it? He's dead or does he's, he wish yeah, for Vegeta? He, I thought Goku's no, he, dead. Vegeta's dead. Okay. When isn't Goku dead? <laughs> so actually, that's another one of the what could have been a fun fact. Goku only dies twice. So Gohan's died last and killed <laughs> more than Goku. Has. Yeah. Let's um, let's move on from the anime though. Uh, yeah. But uh, really quick, actually, before we do that, I want to say that I love that you love GT. I loved GT as a young child. Yeah. I I tried to rewatch it during the pandemic and could not i was like this is i would have to be watching too like... rich <laughs> so i think there's a couple problems the biggest is trunks what they do to trunks is uh pretty hard no i mean kind of but it is just not trunks like the the writing is not true to the source material becomes the problem if you've like watched all of all of it it is what they do to Trunks. The, I actually people really hate Dragon Ball GT because of the comedy aspect, mm. but I think that actually is true to the source material, and I don't mind it. Um, yeah, I I think that that the, the comedy is fine, but it's it's the other stuff, like like Baby Vegeta is actually just I think one of the coolest characters. A hundred percent, and I think to your point, yeah, the comedy is like kind of true to itself because I feel like Goku being kind of. I don't know any better, and I think everyone's a good person. Plays more to me than what I see in Super, where he's a little bit more like, "I'm just here to fight, and I don't care about saving people." Um, in that sense, and I have to blame Toonami or Funimation's dub because they really made Goku like almost Superman. 
you know, like, you know, the whole speech and we can compare between Kai and the, the non Kai. I watched Kai. Yeah. So Kai um, has, you know, they, they try to be more close to the source material. And so Goku's like speech to Frieza, which a lot of people like to point out in the Funimation dub is, you know, he's like, Frieza's like, who are you? And he's like, I am the protector of the universe. I am, you know, night, I'm the light in the Are you about to like break my heart to know that that is not true to the manga? Because I'll be It's not. (laughs) Oh no! He's like, and he says like, I am, you know, it's like, I'm the savior. I'm Goku. I am the nightmare or, you know, nightmare to you. And then in the actual Kai and the closer to the, the manga, he's like, I'm the one who's here to defeat you. And it's just like, Nah, he's not here to save people. He's just here to fight. That, that's so funny too, because like it's the only time that he refers to himself as Son Goku, Goku in the dub. Like mm-hmm. I think in the entire dub, even yeah, yeah. And um, and that was actually because of how respectful that the oh my gosh, I can't remember the dub actor's name, but he really wanted to be respectful. He says to the to Japanese culture and how how much they respected Goku. So that was oh, the only uh, time. Sean Shemmel. Sean, thank you. Um, and he he really wanted to be respectful there, so that that makes me sad to know that that's he both was trying to be respectful and also yeah. it's not true to the original source material. But but I mean Although, that, that's that's the thing where like sometimes is the, dub is the sub though is the sub that way? I think that's the real question. I think the sub has the the mon- the Kai the, dialogue. Oh, yeah, interesting. Now I have to watch um, the sub. The other weird thing is like I mean it also like makes sense in a lot of ways that like. I mean, there's this ego to Dragon Ball Z and what comes after, right? Like, these characters are so much about just, like, I'm strong, I know who I'm stronger than, and I'm going to find out if I'm stronger than you. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, think of, like, how arrogant Gotenks is. Oh, yeah. that's, that is actually my favorite character in all of Dragon Ball lore. Whoa! He's so cocky. He's so, I, I got he's this, I'm not gonna he ever takes, lose. I'm the kid. He yeah. takes... He take here's the thing about fusion. Oh man, the problem is that we could talk about this for so long. The yeah. reason Gotenks, first of all, non Super Saiyan Gotenks hair is the coolest hair in all of Dragon Ball. Purple. Yeah. Oh, it's so sick. Second of all, it is the most kid trunks and the most kid Goten that you could possibly have been, and I love it. It's the well, same kids that snuck yeah. their way into the adult it's ring. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. Like the. The 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 super kamikaze like just this BS attack the giant donut it's yeah. so good it's so Volleyball. good we but got we t- yeah go ahead sorry no go ahead uh, I was like to to West Point like that was something that really attracted me as growing up as a teenager later on after you know being a kid of what Dragon Ball Z represented for me because um it was it what really struck home for me was uh progression through adversity and I think that's what most shonen anime do for young boys and even for us adults of learning how to grow and change, seeing our weaknesses in the face, in the mirror every day. And then, you know, sometimes it's negative where like Vegeta looks at Goku and he's like, I have to be better than him. And Goku's like, I just want to test people's fight. And then those characters develop. And now Goku, Vegeta just wants to fight for himself, which is a change in character, which is lovely. And, you know, it shows development. But uh, yes, yeah. go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say that I think, I think that it's so funny because... I talk about how Dragon Ball is my favorite of the animes, and now we're in the anime portion. With the most of the talking that we've done is about Z. <laughs> yeah. I think that for that is because the Z black is. Hole. Well, no, I think it's the pop culture part of the show, right? Like, I think there are lots of people who have never watched Dragon Ball. 
that have watched Dragon Ball Z. I think that, and the, and I think that so many of them were told the next chapter is GT, mm-hmm. and that it's bad that they never went back and watched Dragon Ball. <laughs> it's so sad to me. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I would I would honestly recommend if anyone starts like start with like the first arc, the Saiyan arc, or the Raditz arc of Dragon Ball Z, and then start at Dragon Ball. And it's like then now you race to the end, and then you want to continue. That's how I would start it. Oh, I'm going to give a hot take right now as we move on to our Breath of Dragon Ball segment and just talk about it. And once again, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to give you my order of how I would consume this content. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so the very first thing you should do is watch Dragon Ball. Before you do anything else, set yourself up for success, care about these characters, and just watch all of Dragon Ball. It is one of the best five animes of all time, in my opinion. It's good to know that Krillin was cool at one point. <laughs> Krillin's cool the whole time. He's the strongest human to ever exist. Yes, he has his uh, <laughs> uh, potential unlocked by Guru. And also he is is married to the strongest like Z fighter woman in, in the group. And Oh, spoilers. No, I'm just kidding. It's, uh, it's all 20 years old at this point. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think that you should start by watching Dragon Ball. Go in knowing that there's some... It's from its time. Yeah, it's, it's from the 80s. Like, yeah. But uh, but I, I do think that Dragon Ball is that good. Uh, it, it's so funny, too, because I just finished watching um, the Bobbity Terminant arc, like, mm-hmm. just the other day. And, oh, man, it's so good. You mean the one where... Uh... Oh, that's not her name. What is her name? Videl? No, no, no. In Dragon Ball, where he fights the fighters... To, because they have to uh, get a wish from Roshi's sister. Or yeah, not a it's wish. like the Baba Yaga arc. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's What's you, her name? Yubaba. thank you. I just finished watching that the other day. It was so good. But that's how I would start. Uh, and then I would go straight into playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. And just <laughs> not even watching the manga. The anime. The, or watching the anime. Uh, and then I would not actually recommend watching GT next and would watch Super. Wow. And then I would consume the rest however you want. And so that's just to understand it. Get your full first breath. Yeah, of it all. exactly. Uh, okay. F- for for context, I have not watched Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, maybe Wes can correct me, uh, but it is actually really hard to get Kai. The only way that I've actually found is to basically buy it on YouTube or. Uh, or Prime Video at this point? Literally never tried. I remember watching it when it was airing, and I, as so someone who loved Dragon I, Ball Z, I hated it. I watched three episodes while it aired, because my br- my brother was watching Naruto Shippuden, or whatever it is at the time, and it mm-hmm. came on after that. Oh. Probably. On, t- on Toonami during the weekdays. But here's the thing, here's the thing, uh, and we'll get into this when we get into our favorite pieces of Dragon Ball content. Is that uh, I think that the cutscenes, like the if if you are in a video game to enjoy the content of the video game, the story of the video game, Kakarot will tell you the story of Dragon Ball Z better than the anime will by a substantial margin. There's Ooh. like a lot of Dragon Ball games out there that do plot recaps really yeah. well. Actually. Yeah, so just playing a game. Yeah, yeah. so then not new like in that regard. Like it's probably the best. I've not played exactly. it. Yeah, like yeah. So, my impression of like Budokai Tenkaichi two of oh like, all the all the Budokai all games. games so the, so the, the Budokai games also like to add stuff like 
like you know vegeta going super saiyan when he kills napa and like stuff like that where it's like <laughs> that did not happen but like uh budokai 2 like for example was like one of my favorite games growing up we used to like get people into a house and like go into tournament mode and like do that kind of yeah. stuff so for me like my breath of dragon ball is obviously where i said i then watched dragon ball and dragon ball z and in the way that i said but like man the game boy i i did a i've actually have a couple of videos on this youtube channel if you're watching there i mean talking about i did i did retro reviews of dragon ball legacy of goku dragon ball legacy of goku 2 and i do plan on releasing my boost fury one here in the near future but like dragon ball z legacy of goku 2 and dragon ball z boost fury are actually just some of the best video games i've ever played yeah like, they're, they're great they're so good um and so, like, if you like video games and you like anime, those are also great places to start. Um, but yeah, for me, like, the the my breath of Dragon Ball is almost all anime and video games. I did read a little bit of manga uh, because of Dragon Ball AF, and the, we have not covered that yet in this. But let I me don't be... know anything about that. Okay, so like, people I've were I've, for sure seeing images. So the, people were so desperate for <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball content that after GT ended, people just made stuff up. Like I, I, I just know the famous Super Saiyan Five. Right oh yeah, there. the the Silver Evil Go. To be fair, they straight up stole from AF for like Super and stuff for what it's worth. So True. like. The story of AF is basically that Goku becomes is wished evil by the Dragon Balls, uh, and oh. they've got to fight him. And then all kinds of crazy fusions happen. Like you get Piccolo Gohan is like a really cool one. Uh, you got to look at son right there, dude. Like there are some <laughs> cool Trunks Vegeta is another one that happens. Like there are some. I mean, as as Tom said, the images are sweet. Oh, um, but yeah, like. The, the Dragon Ball AF was like something that I dove into uh, around the age of like 15, 16 to like just get my Dragon Ball fill. I just wanted it to be so real. Um, In the vein. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. But the thing is, is that eventually I remember when somebody I, I actually remember the day I was at work and somebody's like Dragon Ball's coming back. Like they're making Dragon Ball this new Dragon Ball series. I was like, no. Like, <laughs> no, they're not. And then Dragon Ball Super happened, and I was so hesitant because of trying to rewatch GT as an adult that I was I was pretty scared to watch it. Uh, eventually, uh, watched the obviously the the two movies once they came out on dub, and just dove in. Like the problem was is that they did the. The movies are canon because they did the movies as like full length episodes in Super, Art, yeah. and uh, I, I just skip the skip the seasons, watch the movies. The movies are better, uh, but man, they were so good, so worth it. Uh, I watched I watched both Battle of the Gods and Resurrection F actually in the theater with my wife. That's awesome, uh, and they were beautiful. Uh, and we, and, and obviously the movies are something that like were a huge part of my Dragon Ball consumption. I actually remember the first time that I got to watch History of Trunks. Um, uh, and I actually think History of Trunks might be one of the best movies ever. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> not 
Like, it is so good, and, uh, oh, man, I might cry. It is, it is, like, if, if you just watch, if, that's the other thing. You have to watch History of Trunks, uh, the second after he's introduced in the show. Like, before, before Gohan goes Super Saiyan 2, like, you should watch History of Trunks. It is, it explains his character, it explains these multiple timelines like it is it is deep and it makes you love gohan it makes you love vegeta bulma like it is it is just one of the best movies the the great thing it does is it starts you off with a with very hopeless and so like every single bit of progress each character makes is like that glimmer of hope that you want and then it just gets taken away from trunks where like most of the other shows is like here's normal life and everything's going right. on like world's strongest and all that stuff but yeah history trunks is like i i talking about like you know a, a whole breadth of you know dragon ball i remember a big part of my life was amvs was on youtube oh, dude, and, music video. and just so Lincoln much lincoln park, park. yeah so <laughs> we both said it at the same time <laughs> so good uh, and, and trunks is just perfect for lincoln park straight up i remember when what i've done came out like yeah. when that song came out and it was just mono vegeta amvs and oh. like I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't. I don't know that I loved Vegeta before the song "What I've Done" came out, but after that song came out and those AMB came, out, I was like, I get you, Vegeta. Like I oh. understand you now. Majin Vegeta got That's me incredible. at early time. My what I want to do. My next tattoo will be the Majin symbol, like because I absolutely loved Majin Vegeta. Like oh, so ah. There's so many good moments for me with him, but it, I know he's not. Um, I think he's for like all the dude bros. We love him, but then all the people. No, who actually I, like I think him. I think that Vegeta it is a really good example of this character where you're set up in a toxic world, and the everything or the ev protagonist's foil. Well, mm -hmm. not only that, but like you're set up to believe these things about yourself that you're des like you're you're set up to believe a bunch of things that don't necessarily have to be true and it's like how do you overcome these lies that you've been told since you were a small child and then you know they're perpetrated by your father then you were lied to about your father then you were lied to, like and it's like what am i like if if my dad's lying to me if freeze is lying to me like what what actually am i and then you watch this kid that you've your father told you is trash frieza told you is trash <laughs> just like surpass you and you're like what am I doing wrong? <laughs> what is life? <laughs> and I, I think that maybe don't hurt me. Well, I think that <laughs> I think that when when Vegeta overcomes uh, Bobbity and he's like, "No, yes. you don't. You don't control me." And the real reason I'm doing this is to prove to Goku that I was always better. Yeah, and, and it, that 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 line is like, "You may have my mind, but you and you may have my body, but you'll never have a Saiyan's pride." Dude, the same when he yells in probably so good. But yeah, my 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 breath of Dragon Ball is at this point more video games than it is like the other stuff. Like I eat up Dragon Ball video games. I am quite jealous because I have not yet procured myself a copy of Kakarot, <gasps> and I played it at E3, and I'm just like, I I just want it, but I wanted it for PS5. And I haven't gotten one yet. Dude, so... it is it is literally if you took the story. My wife and I actually were texting about this uh, because I was playing this. I actually texted you two about this on Twitter. Or I DM'd you guys on Twitter, but I was like playing this. I completed the Cell Saga before this episode, and it's like you take 
a bunch of the stuff you love about Breath of the Wild from Zelda. Oh, you take don't you take you take <laughs> the Dragon Ball story, Dragon Ball Z story, and then you combine it with like freaking like a regular Dragon Ball Z Budokai fighting game all oh. into one, and it is. It is unreal. Like it is, I, it is now my second favorite video game of all time. Like it is, oh, like man. only only behind Kotor. I think that that is how high this list for me. You you just hyped sell sell it to me. That's what you just did. You just hyped I, it up. We do a I, lot of that on this podcast. It is, it is, uh, it is unreal. If you like making recipes of food and stuff like that, you know, like you do in Valheim or 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 the other stuff you do that in this game if you like world exploration you have to find the drag you can find the dragon balls a bunch of times oh, i gotta stop i told you guys I mean, you guys to stop me but it is, it is funny that you mentioned like you can make a bunch of food and i was like you mean all the names of the characters dude she actually <laughs> made a joke about it my wife made a joke about it and then i was like no straight up one of the things that you can do is make super meals when you go home and chi chi makes you a super meal but you have to bring certain ingredients and it gives you like a special power up from chi chi feeding you it's wow. it, it's pretty dope but but uh yeah that's that's my breath of dragon ball what about you tom um for me so this is kind of like to to say what would be the perfect um like way to get people into watching it dragon ball z or just kind of like my everything that i know about yeah what's your breath of it like where did where where is your tell us about the deepest niche you know, no, don't, <laughs> we already, <laughs> where do you, we already talked about Super Saiyan 5. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to go like, I'm going to find one that I'm going to tell you all the one that's like, so impossibly obscure. It's like, it's so good. Um, I mean, for me, like I, I lived and breathed on, uh, and breathed, 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 um, on, uh, on Toonami. So like, you know, we talked about the funny time slots, but like the films were like really big for me. Yeah, that was the only time that I watched on the weekends too. I remember when um oh, what is the one with the tree? Tree of I Mice. I swear that I think growing up, I thought those were inconvenient because they took away from the other anime. Because they were so well Whoa. done. Well, it's, no, it was they so like, crazy. took the time slot of other animes I wanted to watch for oh. that week. Dude, I remember I remember I think the first one I ever watched was Tree of Might. And yeah. I was like, what in the world is this? Evil Goku. What yeah. does Turlet mean? Turlet, um, but yeah. yeah, and then like, uh, yeah, I like to me until, in, until Super Broly, um, I think World's Strongest was my favorite film of the Dragon Ball films, um, and that's just with Doctor Your not Jiro, but another Doctor who just wants Goku's body, and he fights all these people in this like weird H Lovecraftian like lab, and it's like really fast paced like animation, and the films I think are just phenomenal because they have movie budget, you know, it's anime. So obviously there's no, not a lot of budget to begin with, but like they have a, a feature film, like, okay, cool. You're going to be able to have more time on the keyframe animations and you know, you're going to have more time with the different artists. Is that, so like, I, is that the one where the, the aliens come to fight the earthlings by the way? And like at the beginning, that, I think it's Bojack now. Oh, is that Bojack? Okay. Okay. When, uh, when they're doing a tournament and yeah, then, yeah. One thing I love about that that film, though, I love when Trunks turns Super Saiyan. His jacket That's, Im obliterates. Yeah, I, I actually now that you're saying that 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 adds that up. This is this is like go, there's no Super Saiyan yet. This is like still in like early Dragon Ball. Like the Saiyan saga barely took off. Goku's quote unquote still alive. And that's the funny thing with the films that that you have to like kind of slice where did this happen in the show because the first Broly film 
in Dragon Ball Z happens when Trunks has long hair, but then it's right before the Cell Saga. So it's like, what? did you guys just like take yeah, a trip? They, to, mess, to they messed theater? up. Yeah. So I thought that was fun. But no, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think the films were, were, were phenomenal for me. I'm very much in the same way where Legacy of Goku on the Game Boy Advance was just like amazing for me. All of the Budokai games, Budokai Tenkaichi 3 was absolutely my favorite. We could like make your own builds of characters. I always went with a Goku that can go to Super Saiyan 4 and then my friend would always go to a Broly would had like every life bar. I was like, dude, come on. Um, you know what? But... It's, it's funny about the legacy of Goku thing because if, if we're going to talk about this, you if you have not played any of them, you need to play legacy of Goku before you play the other ones mm-hmm. because going back to legacy of Goku is an absolute miserable experience. After I you've mean... played legacy of Goku 2 and Boost Fury, uh, that you'll never want to do it again. <laughs> Unless you use the cheat code and you have unlimited Kai. Uh, Ooh, like Kai there you the go. Energy. There you go. Uh, and then you're like, okay, I get to, get, to, get to enjoy. But like to your point, like the fun thing, I guess, for someone who loved the show is that you get to play as Goku and then go through the arcs and be like, oh, yeah, this is Snake Way. Oh, yeah, this is, you know, like I'm on Namek right now. Okay, I have to fight these guys. And I love the sprite art on, on Legacy of Goku because it was like very Golden Sun-like at the time so it was like very cute looking but also felt very like punchy and animated um but no yeah i mean i never got into the main the manga um and i never got into uh af but i did because during super there was like a little bit of a hiatus between seasons but i don't know if you guys watched dragon ball heroes there's only oh i have not i want to though I really like it's all to promote a game, which you know obviously is like a soulless consumerist thing. But like, I really some of enjoy- my favorite Pokemon shows have been to promote a game. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and so like, you is could that what highly- Origins is for? Because that show 100%. is the 100%. that 100% show is the best Pokemon show by such a substantial margin. It's XY hype, one hundred percent, exactly okay. for Mega Evolution. But like, so I mean, the and each episode's like six minutes long. But like in the second episode, you get Goku having to fight against a Super Saiyan four goku and you're like <gasps> and then like they go super saiyan blue versus super saiyan 4 and you're like <gasps> who's stronger and then like you get vegeto versus gogeta and you're like oh my god this is everything i wanted <laughs> that's so, so great yeah that that's me wes so i'm gonna there's there are many things that i've experienced that you've all covered at excellently here i'm gonna cover two things that i think are very niche one is uh just a shout out to me and my friends which is that uh um, I, have a, I have a group of friends that we like to like get in a basement together and play like World of Warcraft three LAN custom games together every now and again mm-hmm. when we can. And like there was this ancient Warcraft three uh, fan made game called DBZ Tribute. I played this, um, and it is it is it is nonsensical if you do not know what is going on. But like <laughs> you are like trying to like level up and like scale yeah. in Dragon Ball while like these world events are just happening at certain types and it just yeah. follows the show. But like, if you die, you there, go, there's a link. If you're like a good guy, you die and you go to like snake way and you like fight like yep. things endlessly to gain experience. There's... If you're a bad guy, you die, you go to hell and you have to like fight things. And it's really hard there, but you gain levels really quickly. Like oh. it's wild. Um, there's a this... Zergling wars version of this for uh brood war and for uh regular Starcraft as well. Oh my goodness! But it, it's false. This... is like this wild uh, um, fan game in in the Warcraft three and I guess other Blizzard game uh, customs, which always had a good custom games engine. Mm. Um, so that's one of the things that like I've experienced like as a Dragon Ball thing, and this that's is so like, great, super specific. 
Um, and then the other one is that uh, there's a the Dragon Ball Super trading card game. Mm-hmm. That's actually just a really good trading card game. Uh, oh. It is very complicated. <laughs> it, oh, 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 believe me, like you, you're holding your hand of cards, and every card is three modes. So if you've played Yo. Magic the Gathering, uh, you will instantly be overwhelmed, which is a lot to say because drag because Magic the Gathering is super overwhelming. Uh, but every card in the game is like a, can affect a fight, can like be played on its own, or can be like played as a resource. It, there's a lot going on. Every but every like, card, if you've played Magic the Gathering, which I think most of our listeners have, really quick to help you, West. Every card is a land, a creature, and an and instant. Trick. Or Combat Trick is actually more accurate than Instant. Yeah. Wow. And wasn't it that Magic was now, like, has been, you know, whatever re- uh, research or survey was like, it's the most complicated game now. But if even Magic players might get tripped up a little bit, like, whew, mm-hmm. I, I imagine. Some, some the number of like options in any given hand is probably larger than a ga- than a magic set of options, but I think that the total scope of what this game can achieve is smaller than magic in terms okay. of complexity. Like That's it's true. just that like the default settings of cards is complicated. Yeah. Wow. Or like is like you have to think because there's so many iterations. Did either of you guys have the original TCG game where you like had the power level scouter and like played the I only played it a little bit and had the video game? No, no, I have a scouter from Hot Top. It was Top, so hard though. to get cards from the TCGs I wanted to play that, like, trying a new TCG was way out of the question sure. back then. Sure. I actually, when you had this highlighted on the show notes, West, I thought you were going to talk about the OG, but Dragon Ball Super is actually a really fun and complicated game for the TCG. Never played. Never played. Sounds interesting, though. I, I always love a good TCG, and if it's got Dragon I, Ball I actually think that if you just, like, I mean, West West actually worked in the card store when when this game was was starting. To I did come have out. to sort this game. Like, yeah, I, I was not happy about that because a bunch of like you know, there's a bunch of cards like named the same. It's yeah, like, but but annoying, I but... I actually do think this if you just bought two starter decks, this would be a really fun game to just like play with your friends. Nice. Yeah. Uh, West, is there anything that you want to touch on that I mean, we obviously went before you? So if you want to touch on anything else in your breath of Dragon Ball that we didn't touch on, I want you to give you that opportunity. I think that for me, Dragon Ball is like such a game where like I had friends who are way more into it, and like I was just kind of bl- brought along for the ride with them on a lot of these things. Um, and that's awesome. Like you know, I've got my things that I go uh, so deep for. I you know, like I, I lose other people when I'm talking about like. I, I, I've just loved that for me the whole time, like Dragon Ball has been something that like I get to just feed off of the enjoyment other people have for it. That's always been really nice. That's awesome. Let's go on to our favorite piece of Dragon Ball content. You got to hype up one thing, Tom. What are you doing? Um, if I'm going to hype up one thing of Dragon Ball Z content, I mean, I think think it's vegeta in the android arc um tell me does a machine like you ever experience fear dude that line is so good it, and then him you like, gotta play the... kakarot because like seeing that in 3d and like after you've experienced this or really hard for... anyway keep going no, no, yeah, no. I, I think that's exactly it. Where it's like, okay, cool. We just beat Frieza. Goku's like the strongest. Oh, he's coming back. Okay, cool. And then, oh, there's there's, there's trucks. And then, and then these Andrews gonna come. We're all gonna train. And then like Goku's like beating, but he can't. He's not strong enough. Like, oh my god, these are people stronger than than Frieza. And then Vegeta comes and saves the day. 
but then it's Vegeta. He's bad guy, but he's on Earth and he's on our side, kind of. And it just starts his progression of like he's still a bad-ish guy, but he's at least at least on our side. And if you're gonna have someone like them, then you might might as well have him on your side. Like I absolutely loved that. And then uh, my second piece I put on the notes is the later Majin Buu arc because again, it's right when Vegeta you know so becomes Majin. Majin and then he sacrifices himself. And... Dude, when he's hugging Trunks and like Piccolo <sighs> knows what's happening, uh, I I I thought Majin Buu like. To be fair, this is like one of those moments where I was really mad at the fact that it was like next time on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, because they was... show you that Buu comes back, and like you, it really took away from like this this moment of like who Vegeta had become. I I I just I rewatched that scene getting ready for this and it was like what happened our saiyan prince has disappeared in the light i was like but what happened and then the next shot you see him he's stoned like oh but like later on that just kind of explodes into like goku being like yeah i was holding my punches back i could have turned this and then fusion comes in and then like we talk about the booze and like how the different kind of booze and kid boo is my my favorite villain um he's not a really well-developed villain but he i love him i think he's he's true to himself yeah, I, I love him because he's just ridiculously evil. There's no reasoning with him. Um, he's almost like, and it's why you would think Goku would wish that he would come back as someone else. So I think that we, when we create do our villain episode, we should include Kid Buu, by the way, Wes, because I also love Kid Buu. Because I, I like when I like when when they don't try to be complex. Like when mm-hmm. it is just about I'm pure id. I'm exa- exactly what yeah. I want in this moment, like, and you will give the it reason to that we guy. hate whatever Til Tilmok, whatever the name of that cheese is. <laughs> Tilmok? <laughs> you mean uh, Tonrock? Yeah, I like oh. he just sucks so bad. But whereas Kid Buu is like, no, he's not. He's not here for a good time or a long time. He's here for the time <laughs> he's here. <laughs> he's just he's here for eating ice cream. He's. Not even. I mean, I don't know that Kid Buu's there for that, but uh, no, I think that's great. I I also think that. Uh, can I ask? I have to ask you a question because you mentioned Vegeta twice <laughs> in your. Because I I love Vegeta. I don't know that you you mentioned how the bros are like Vegeta fans, but like whatever. Who cares what they think? Uh, I, I want to know what your reaction was to Vegeta not getting the kill in F in Resurrection F. Because I, it bugged me. Like I, I'm not, I'm not one of the bros, but it actually did bug me. Um, I, I only say bros because a lot of people. I think there is a level of uh, ma- toxic masculinity that happens with any type of anime, right? Um, and you know, Vegeta, I think for the most part gets kind of shoehorned into like he's just you know rah rah rah. But the wonderful thing that I like about him is that he grows and like he he's he tries to be there for his wife. He tries to be there for his kids. Like you see him not like not being that guy, the guy that he quote unquote hates during that Saiyan pride uh, speech, but then he fits in it so well. Um, and um, for, for, to that point, what, what do I feel about not getting the, the, the kill in, in resurrection F there is a level of like, I think anime tropiness that happens with that of like, he, he's not the main character and Goku is, um, and but also it you know like you said with fusions it's always usually like sometimes the worst traits and what happened with Vegito it's like it's the worst trait of Vegeta overpowering of like it's really really cocky but then it's also the worst trait of Goku being like I just want to fight and I'm not gonna 
fight to to save the world i want to fight to see how strong you're fun yeah yeah so um i i mean i think the the big thing that people like were a little upset with at first was uh with that and then also with the um the goku black arc where he doesn't get the kill but like it leads to a interesting branching of the super saiyans but also like trunks becomes more of an important character which I think is a it, they definitely took a weird turn with Trunks too in that sense because I was like this isn't feel that like is, that is Trunks. a weird arc for what's worth. Yeah. They're all too deep for me at this point. <laughs> Wait, have you not watched Super? No. Oh. <laughs> I think a it's revelation. So I do. Um, man, that makes uh. Dude, we're gonna we're gonna do a YouTube reaction to Super. We're gonna watch it together after Ooh, after your I vaccine's watched. done. Like we're gonna. We're, I'll. I'll I'll hire an editor. We'll get it. We'll get it going on the YouTube channel. I love it. Anyway, Wes, <laughs> talk to me about your favorite piece of DBZ co- Dragon Ball. So content. I I think like favorite is weird. The piece of Dragon Ball content that I come back to time and time again and pops into my head often is Team Four Star. The <laughs> comedy. <laughs> I know. Fun uh, fact, that guy also has to... been on Nerd on the podcast. Yeah, Lanny Pator, <laughs> Nick Landis. Um I, like I, I I there was a you know a phase during high school where I watched all of these different anime abridged series and yeah. like the Yu-Gi-Oh one's really good. Um I think Team Four Star is like a little bit better, but like moments that like show up in my head all the time is like Yoshi or is Piccolo or you a Yoshi or mm. uh, the Krillin owned account. <laughs> are we there yet <laughs> like these are all like moments that like live in my head forever and they take like this like great content and like they do reduce it to like its simplest aspects but also like that over nine thousand meme has literally like kept us going forever yeah you know the original translation was actually eight thousand i did that they they messed it up in the dub and it became so popular that they had to keep it going there's literally a Jewish prayer that's called uh, the 18 prayers, and there's 19 of them. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, so, like, th- they're not the first ones to do this. Um, <laughs> that's great. Um, but, yeah, like, it. while it's not the most serious, it's not, like, the, like, best DBZ has to offer, it is one that I think, like, makes my heart warm when i think about it um and that part i find delightful okay there you go man Dude, hey spencer love, love what you love man did you hear about the uh dragon ball z snack line that failed no it was called vegetables and they really <gasps> shouldn't have led on the flavor raddits it just didn't work not a real fake joke. I was going to say, like, are it's, you, an I, I, like, no. it's an excellent pun I've had my entire like, life. They took Vegeta and also, his brother. Also, can I just ask, why Why do they use the name of real Japanese words to name the characters? In the, Like, Gohan means rice. Like, what? Who decided? That's Chi-Chi wanting her boy to grow up big and strong. I just want to understand how this happened. I feel like the creators just love their characters and it's like okay pumpkin goes does that and then you know <laughs> cutie pie turns into a super saiyan you know um but i do love the the naming conventions of like all the freezer lines are all like the you know freezer and and, and frigid and and cooler and i'm like oh that's that's interesting or like you know the saiyans are all vegetables and i love that vegeta's long lost brother is tarble and i'm like this is real life 
they created this character and this character has a wife <laughs> like it's like wild so um my favorite piece of dragon ball z content at this point has become dragon ball z kakarot nice and i i'm gonna go off on it for just a minute Please. just a minute more yeah <laughs> uh my wife and i were texting the other night and i had i had to leave the room because she has not seen the cell saga and I was about to go Super Saiyan 2, and I was like, you actually have to leave. <laughs> so what had just happened was that Android 16 died. Oh. And I was like, oh, you have to leave. And she's like, what? And I was like, I, I will not press A until you leave this room. <laughs> like, it's, it's not happening. And I think that there's a couple reasons. One, because as a person that's... Cons- and, and maybe I'm biased because I've consumed so much of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, but you know you can find orbs across the get the, the the world in different places that you know about in Dragon Ball. Whether it's you go to Yamcha's house in on the map and you see us you see you can see when Goku meets Yamcha in the desert. There's like an orb that that shows you that story and things like that. So there's like a lot of nostalgia in it. That, so if you if you want to know more, you get to know more. You can also turn on auto text mode where it like basically just plays everything as a movie. To oh, you when you beat a fight. Oh yes. And like, uh, I as somebody that just beat the Cell Saga, like, it is, it is so good. Um, and it cuts down. I I assume that Kai is like the same way, but I haven't consumed Kai yet. But like, it it really breaks down the show into the integral, important parts of like character development and what things matter. Uh, and and it brings it brings the this world to life without the filler. Like I don't have to put up with, you know, however much time with Frieza. I I mean the time that I spent on Namek in this video game was really fun. Like I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know the cutscenes with Vegeta, things like that, and that you know there there is still one more piece of DLC to come out. So I'm going to get the. I'm going to get the Beerus arc. I'm going to get cool. the Resurrection F arc. And I assume I'm going to get the, you know, the Tournament of Power arc uh, once I've completed this game. And it is it is absolutely a work of art. Like, it is... When you, when you say next-gen console and getting a story from a next-gen console, like, this game does it. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to buy it right now. <laughs> um, Spencer, when you say... It reduces the game, the the story to its most integral parts. Keeps all the good stuff. You do mean like it gives you a lot of time to explore different poses with Ginyu Force. <laughs> so so fun. So actually, one of my criticisms of the game is that I can't just play as Tien, right? Like I, uh, I that I think that that could be post game content. I like I said, I've only beaten up to the Cell Saga, and it makes you follow the story. And I think that I might have had a, like I've had Tien as a side character and as a character that follows me around. And I can do quests alongside Tien, Shinhan, but, like, you very much follow the story. Um, there's additional stuff, like, additional bonus content. Like, there's a, a couple that's on vacation on Namek during the, like, they're, they're like an alien couple. And, like, they're on Namek when you're fighting Frieza. And you, like, you, they, like, give you a side quest. And you're, like, you need to leave. And they're, like, yeah, but we need this special cuisine that's only on Namek before we leave and you have to go get them this cuisine then they show up on earth later and stuff like that that's really that's really fun 
But but one of the things that it does is like you know I talk about those filler episodes right that that Tom had never heard of and they're not in there. Like you you very much get the. Oh, I, I can't get my driver's license with Piccolo. You actually do get your driver's license. <gasps> That's it. That's all I need. That's all yeah. I, I, I got. That. <laughs> that actually is one of the quests to get your driver's license. Yes. Uh, you can get a car. You can get a walking robot as well. There's there's a couple of upgrades to the the vehicles you get in the game, but. It it is it is one of the best video games I've ever played. My bias, it's so funny too because like Dragon Ball Z is my least favorite. That's probably not true. Dragon Ball GT is my least favorite, but like <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is like not even close to like my top ten favorite animes of all time. But this video game is so good. Like it is, it's it's unreal. Uh, it it is. And and I loved Legacy of Goku two and Boost Fury. So, but yeah, that's that's my favorite piece of Dragon Ball content. I want to really quickly cover the things that where Dragon Ball sits in our life today. West, I want you to go first. Where where does Dragon Ball sit in your life today? Like where is it in your need to nerd? So I don't know where I'd rank it. Like for me, it's like you know as important. Like I have I have to know Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z to understand anime as much as I like need to understand the Bible and the Odyssey to understand any work of fiction, of fiction, right? Like it's so like the trope, so many tropes got built out in this show. So many like things that we just expect of an anime these days got built out in this show. And so many characters from all over different animes are like taking essences of these like very memorable characters in Dragon Ball and like walking them down a different path. Yeah. And it's actually incredible. Um, and like, that's one of the things I think I most keep with. And the other one being that Dragon Ball Z is all about like, how do we find the time to train? <laughs> you just um, go into a time chamber that <laughs> yeah, you break the laws of the universe chamber. or you do extra gravity or like, you know, like, but like, and like, I think that's like something really interesting is just like, they take this optimistic view about the value of training and like how it can really like change things. Hashtag always improving. Let's go. And it totally yeah. like is like a, you know, uh, it takes it very far right in one direction, but like, absolutely. I think that like a little bit more time spent, like really training to get better, to win at the things you want to win at is something we could all use. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I always thought like, yeah, I can just train, and then they're like, but why are your are grades so poor? And I'm like, I, you know, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's like I don't study, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, train I, in school. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll go next of where Dragon Ball sits in my life. Um, it's kind of like the first love that I get to look back without the bittersweetness, you know, like with the bittersweet of like, oh, that was that was my first love, and you know, I'm happy for them or X, Y, and Z. But with Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and just the whole franchise, I'm really glad that it's like continuing on now and it gets to be something for people who were born after like Dragon Ball even came out or Dragon Ball Z even came out. Um, and it's always going to be my favorite anime, no matter what. It's always just going to have that place in my heart. Um, and I'll know 100 percent and full well that there are better shows and there are better well-told stories. Um, and even there are some things that are very lazy about what Dragon Ball Z does and the power creep and all this stuff. Like, again, to West Point, you put it so well of like the 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 tropes that all anime kind of created from this, like it, for film buffs and, and film nerds. It's like it's the Citizen Kane to to other films. It's the Godfather. Um, so, yeah, I, I to me, like I will always 
think about like i still like want to buy like when i get my own house and stuff like that like i want to get like a, a set of the dragon balls and like you know I, a, a, a full armor are they you, there you have some? they're right here oh man should i pull them out while you're talking yeah please um yeah i i, I want to get like a full saiyan armor i would want to get like the 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 dragon staff i would want to get the z sword um obviously again having my own shrine of of nerdy things to have but like there are so many things in the dragon ball world like i would love to eat a sensu bean one of the one of these days you know um why so, does the oh food my... look so good in that show it's just unreal yeah, that's but... anime anime exactly. food like uh, I think Akira Toriyama has everything for food that uh, Miyazaki can bring to the table on that one. Like, just the the true masters. Like, like it's like uh, when you're an artist and they just say like, go draw food for a while. Like, you know, go do still lifes. Like, it's uh, you just got to be able to do that, and then you can make everything else seem compelling. If you can make food seem real in your medium, you can make characters seem real in your medium. I like that. That's very good, Spencer. Um. It's funny because, like, Dragon Ball, the universe, right, is what got me into anime. I would say it and, and like, uh, Gundam are, like, the mm-hmm. things that, that got me into anime. And I, I think that where Dragon Ball sits in my life now is, like, so I was reading up on Dragon Ball Super Season 2 because it, it's definitely something that's going to happen. The pandemic mm-hmm. really kind of screwed it over. Mm-hmm. Where like you know the there's it's just hard to to create that type of new content right now and I I assume that we'll get a a Broly arc and then we'll get whatever comes after that I know that the spoilers here's just my opinion I'm sure that what's gonna happen is we're gonna get the Broly arc and then we'll get to the, the point where we'll get to the point where where Vegeta becomes the god of destruction eventually and like that's where Dragon Ball will end. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot believe you haven't watched Super. It's so good, <laughs> Wes. <laughs> the Tournament of Power is like it has no right to be as good as it is because yeah. it, it like it's it should not be that good, but the entire thing is worth watching. Um, yeah, and you, and you don't think it's going to be that good? No, it just seems right? like it would be terrible. Like the whole yeah. premise is stupid and like. You know, it's like 15 transformation that happens in like 45 <laughs> minutes, but whatever. <laughs> the, Sometimes anime has just got to be. Like I that. actually, I mean, my, the, my wife has watched Super with me too, by the way, and she's like straight up like, "Hold on, that episode was supposed to be 60 seconds." <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Wes? I was gonna say like, I mean, just like. No, just going back to, like, how much this show shapes everything, right? Like, One Punch Man is a show that exists because Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. exists, right? Like, uh, everything about that show is informed by Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Well, and that that's the other thing. Like, my favorite anime of all time, right now, it, this I believe that this will change when, when My Hero's done, uh, is, is Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, it is... Oh. Like it is, it is, it is by far my favorite anime of all time. I would not have watched that show if it weren't for this. And so for that, like, it will always be a staple in my life. I will always appreciate it. Um, and like, even as the years go by, and and the, you know, 
as a kid, I didn't really understand the problems that Master Roshi had, but like now as an adult, I do. But I think that as I grow up, I will still be like, you know what? Just like I think West and, and you, Tom, have said, like it was a product of his time and it's something that we can we can be better about and appreciate. But that said, if I can be like an old man and I can just like put on a fake mustache and like a pair of glasses and like walk, mine, in, walk into a tournament and no one recognize me and kick everyone's butt <laughs> at the same time. That sounds excellent. That, and be named cool. Jackie Chun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. You can find me at Spencer Southern H. You can find West at East underscore Monotone. You can like and subscribe to the podcast here on YouTube, on iTunes, wherever you can. We will be taking a break until at least, at least May 1st. It might be like a week or two after that. Uh, but we will be back after that. If you can review the show before then, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, Tom, where can people find you? Um, you could find me personally at uh, anything on social media at Tall Dark Not Ugly, but please check out uh, Nerd On the podcast at Nerd On TV um, on all social medias on uh, medias media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of it. Um, check out the Discord, like Spencer so graciously uh, mentioned at the beginning. Um, it's it's an open community for everybody, and uh, it's just wonderful to be part of that Pottern family. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on. This was. I love this. This is this is great. Uh, you know, again, you know, me, me to nerd. Yeah. So, uh, just really quick, you know, nerd on is the podcast you didn't need but you do deserve. So check it out. Is that what you guys say? What does that I, make us, Spencer? <laughs> We're the podcast the... you don't need, and also nobody deserves this. Amazing. I love this show. Yes, but yes, yeah, Spencer, that's how you say it. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I was supposed to say goodbye, give West uh, a minute to, you know, make make things awkward. But before we do that, Tom, uh, I just want to I just want to say thank you. Like, I really we we have a goal right now to, like, try and keep our show to about 45 minutes. I think we're about two hours into this show. I'm so um, sorry. No, dude, I it was so funny because, like, when I told my wife what we were talking about this week, she says, oh, so this is going to be the longest podcast in history. And I was like... <laughs> Maybe. Smart woman. Smart woman. <laughs> and we but, didn't even just have 20 minutes of us just screaming as loud as we can. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good one. But but thank you so much for coming on. Um I I really appreciate it. I'm I'm glad you got to talk about something that you love so much and we appreciate you you coming on and joining us. Yeah, I'm going to have to return the favor. You 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 wait. You guys are going to be on the show. I'm going to figure out what it is. But you Bring guys are going to be Digimon. Back. Digimon? Uh, we haven't done a Digimon episode yet. Mm, I like. <laughs> but but Tom, thank you. And uh, thank you. you gotta you gotta give us your your the end of your show. Give, give us the the spiel. No, um, you gotta you gotta do it. I I can't do it. Okay. Uh, well, everyone, thank you. Take care of each other. Hydrate. Um, take care of yourself. Uh, we love you, and you know the drill as always. Nerd on.